I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And it's time for another edition of Bent News. When you need to know... Get bent. Just a quick reminder to check our blog and our socials for the links to enter to win VIP treatment at the Nick Mason Saucer Full of Secret Show on September 23rd at the Merriam Theater in Philadelphia. This event happened courtesy of our friends at Pantheon Podcasts. And no matter where you can see Nick Mason, you can enter to win a chance for VIP treatment at any of these shows. But you can only meet us at the Philly Show. We're digging into the Bent News update for the week with Marcus Goldman reporting on a Bauhaus cancellation. Got an email yesterday from Peter Murphy and Bauhaus's promotions company. And they said it is with the utmost regret that the Bauhaus performances in North America have been canceled for the remainder of the year. Following a string of critically hailed reunion shows across continents, Peter Murphy will be entering a rehabilitation facility to attend to his health and well-being. I know, I really hope he gets better soon. Most importantly, though, get clean, Murphy. We hinted at this story a couple of weeks ago, but now we know that the KISS 5-CD box set of their career-saving album, Creatures of the Night, will be released on November 18th. At first, Marcus, I think we thought it was going to be the big box set, but it's just a 5-CD set about Creatures of the Night. Which means if they ever do a complete box set at this level, that box set's going to be 200, 250 CDs. It'll be the $4,000 box set. What a deal! You sent me a text this week, Marcus, about something that's happening that I would be excited about, and when I finally found out what it is, I plotsed! Could you clean up the plots, please? Yes, certainly. Yes has announced a close-to-the-edge 50th anniversary fall 2022 tour in the U.S., which means we're going to see them in a great theater in the Philadelphia area. I'm going to lose my mind! (laughs) <laughs> you already lost your mind. Wasn't much left. <laughs> Find the date near you and go. One of the greatest progressive rock albums of all time. Close to the edge in concert form. One of metal stalwarts who is actually part of our next episode of the podcast out on Monday. Dave Mustaine reporting that he's 100% after his battle with cancer. Good for him. Cancer sucks. And we're so glad that he beat cancer. Cancer completely sucks. Sucks. So we can't say that enough. <laughs> True. I love Dave's quote, too. It doesn't have any power over me anymore. Suck it, cancer. A few weeks back on the Bent News Update, Marcus, we reported about Ozzy and Sharon selling their house and moving back to UK. And now we know the reason. Yeah, it seems that Ozzy was fed up with America and Sharon, too. And they seem to be very unhappy with how divided our country is, not to mention the fact And the that, shootings, too. Yes, the I, guns. I, I, we're like amosexual crazy. It is ridiculous. And actually, the quote is, everything's fucking ridiculous there. I'm fed up with people getting killed every day. Thanks, Oz, for sticking up for people. It's just crazy what's going on in I don't know why other people can't see the change in these statistics once they took away the assault ban. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll find sanity again. But I'm sorry we lost Ozzy and Sharon in the deal. A sad loss this week, Marcus, and I didn't really know who Gerald Potterton was when I heard that he had passed away at age 91. It turns out I'm a big fan of his work. 
I think we're both huge fans of his work. He's done some incredible animation over the decades. Most people's first exposure was his work contributing to the Yellow Submarine movie made by the Beatles in the 60s, and he had a large hand in heavy metal, that cult classic from 1981 that we've discussed many times, and we actually talked about it with Eric Bloom here on the podcast. Yeah, I remember him telling us the story about how Blue Oyster Cult became part of the soundtrack and the whole Lochnar thing that we discussed. It was so much fun, and that movie, if you have not seen it or you have not seen it in a while, revisit it or check it out for the first time. The soundtrack is amazing, and the stories that are connected are badass. Gerald Potterton, dead at 91. And now it's time for a Bent News Field Report. From Marcus Goldman, who took his son Luca to his first concert this week. Yeah, we took our son to his very first concert, and it was an experience like nobody's business. We took him to see Rammstein at the Link here in Philadelphia, and he was blown away by what he experienced. Seriously, so much fire, the electronics, the light show. He could feel the bass drum of Kristoff kicking him, and we were at the back end of the the, uh, stadium opposite of the stage, and you could still feel it. He felt the heat of the fire. Yes. He got, we got like the confetti blown all over us, and I collected right. a bunch of it for him, and he was so excited. But yeah, he had a great time. There were a few people that we met along the way, a few people I know on social media that were like, oh my God, you set the bar high for first show. And in a way, we kind of did, because Rammstein might be one of the best live bands in the world when it comes to performances. And it's worth noting, buddy, that you and Luca listen to Rammstein, Rammstein, Ramstein, anyway want to say together and he already liked the music not knowing that there were towers of fire and all kinds of fun stuff so it's a thumbs up from luca on his first concert he gave it two thumbs up and he wants to go see more shows and then during the uh that's the problem d- dude he's yes. gonna go to a regular concert next time mm-hmm. he's gonna be like this sucked. Yep. It was only music. Yep. One of the uh, amazing moments happened that was pretty wild at the show. After the show ended, before the encore, Rammstein had the cameras flashing around the ca- crowd, and so people would show up on the screen and people would share, and after about the fourth person, a lady popped her shirt up, and then uh, everybody started doing it on camera. So he's sitting there looking at the screen going, uh... And we just let it go. So, Ray, you were also out in the field. You uh, went up to the Big Apple to check out a Charlie Watts tribute event. I'll be around no matter how you treat me now. I'll be around from now on. It's funny that we were both released from captivity on the same day. <laughs> and Marisa and I went up to New York because we had talked about the Lou Reed exhibit, and it's at the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts in Lincoln Center. And it's a free thing. You can just walk in and check it out. By the way, give yourself an hour. It may not look it, but it takes a really long time if you really want to enjoy it. I found myself listening to a tape they made for Lou on death that he kept for years 
of him and a friend playing at one of the clubs in town. And off the top of my head, I can't remember it, but it'll be in the photos that I post. Unbelievable stuff that no one's ever heard. And Lori saved all of it. Lou saved all of it. All the pictures. His entire fucking record collection on display. And it's pretty incredible stuff. So if you're in New York, make the trip. It's around 65th in Amsterdam. And it's a great exhibit. Honoring the great Lou Reed and his stuff. Then the reason for the trip. The tribute to the great Charlie Watts at the legendary Blue Note in the Village. Oh, by the way, Marcus, I found out that the place where Jerry Seinfeld broke as a comedian is right across the street. Whoa, really? Fucking A, man. That's crazy. This night was special. Put together by Charlie's dear friend Bernard Fowler, a resident and native of New York. By the way, all of Bernard's people were there. His friends, his family, they were all there. And I was lucky enough to be like sitting amongst them in the tables there by the stage. He and Tim Reese, who plays in the Stones horn section, put together this little get-together. They got Daryl Jones, who's in the Stones touring band as well, to play the bass, obviously. The three of them very tight with Charlie in life. And jazz great Dave Gilmore was just killing it all night on all the songs, which were mostly Stone songs done jazz style. And I'll just say Gilmore's a DIY kind of guy. He showed up. We were sitting there having a drink, waiting for dinner to show up. He just walked in, brought his guitars in his bag, and started setting stuff up. But to see everybody coming together, including special guests for the evening, and the joy celebrating Charlie Watts to be there for part of it. It's a three-night thing that just wrapped up. It's just beautiful. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. And we had a great day in New York, and we got to see Lou's stuff. It was so much fun. Sounds like an incredible road trip. We got to do this more often. We got to check with our better halves and see if we can get hall passes or something. Go together or bring them <laughs> and Luca. Group outings are a lot of fun. Yes, they are. You know what else is a lot of fun? What? Kill them all. Metallica's debut album, the subject of our release on Monday. It's an episode of Game Changers. It's the album that made chiropractors wealthy. Don't do that while I'm taking a sip of water, dude. <laughs> I almost spit all over my laptop. <laughs> a lot of fun for us talking about it and putting it all together. Monday, wherever you get your podcast, anywhere you get a podcast, you can get it, including YouTube now. How about that? Whoa. Dude, we're on the tube. We're on the tube. We're surfing the tube, dude. <gasps> on the tube. Tubular. <laughs> And that's it for this edition of Bent News. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And you know, when you need to know, get bent, y'all.